Man, you're, you're dropping gems on the on this on the show today. So someone is now understanding. They, they they understand. Number one, it starts with the mindset. So they work on their mindset. What what I noticed with you, man, is that mentorship and that guidance is key. Like mm -hmm. like getting around the right individuals. So that's number one. I would. Assume. I want to change lives. I want to show people how to progress in their money. I want to show people how to progress in their mindset. I want to show people how to progress in their brand so that way they can take care of their family, take care of their finances, and experience freedom. Welcome to Business Owner Spotlight. Today, I'm super excited because I have the CEO of Connected. Now, let me ask you a question. If you had leads flowing into your business every day, automatically, what would your business look like? This is who he and his business partner, Cody, created. They created a software that literally brings in leads to your business automatically. And you know what Andy Day is all about? Automation. Thank you for being on the show, man. Hey, it's an honor, man. So look, let's get straight into it, right? This podcast where you got the story, you talked about how you grew up poor and then you became rich, that's played out right now. What I want to really tap into is how do we get paid as like an entrepreneur? So if we're looking, let's say that I'm starting my business, I'm growing my business. Yeah. How do I go from starter to getting paid using a tool like Connected mm -hmm. and getting leads coming in? Because you're the lead flow master, right? Yeah, absolutely. So let's tap into that. So before leads are even in the picture, it starts with the mindset of going from broke to wealthy, right? So, so before we even talk about technical, we're talking about mindset here. We're talking about mindset. It starts with the mind. Okay. Right. So if number one, if you're jumping into entrepreneurship and you have a limiting belief that you're only worth X, let's say you think oh, I can only make 50 grand a year. You're starting behind the, the eight ball. You're, mm. you're so far behind and in, in setting yourself up for catastrophic failure because you'll start going down the path and one, find distractions most likely Two find yourself uh, diminishing and, and not following through with clients because you have the, it's like a turtle, right? I talk about this all the time. If you put a turtle in a cage, it will not outgrow its cage, but you put it in the wild, it can grow to be three foot round. Yeah, right, right. right. So if your mindset is already capped before you ever start, you're, you're, you're behind, right? So, so, so have a bigger version and, and vision for yourself let me ask, before you ever start. Are you coming from experience when you share that? Absolutely. What's your experience with like the mindset portion and how it plays? Because right now, I would assume that people like you would want you would think that it's going to be the technical aspect, right? Yeah. Hey, I, hey, I built a software on this platform and, and, and this tool and that tool. And this is how you do it. But before even all that, it starts with the mindset. It starts with the mindset. Right. And it, it's it's key. Now you can keep going. It, it's key before, you know, it, before you ever implement any business idea, any technology, or any process, right? So, you, and, and to my experience, so I started entrepreneurship when I was 15, was had a household at 16 due to uh, my sister getting sick, my dad walking out on us, and me really helping my mother through the toughest time of, of my life, or sister's life, and her life, right? So entrepreneurship came early, and it came from overcoming adversity. So you were faced like you were forced into being an entrepreneur essentially. Yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't like mom was like, Oh, you have to do this. It was more of, Hey, this is going to be the repercussions of this situation. And it did, it just couldn't, I couldn't accept that. So let's go back to 16. What was your first hustle? Like what were you doing? Nikes, Jordan, Jeezy's. You were selling, selling sneakers? 
Resound Seekers? Yeah, my, uh, my, my brother that's here with us today actually helped us, or helped me. And we did it together and then we started a trade show. Then the trade show turned into like a much bigger trade show, right? Indie All-Star Sneaker Expo is what we called it. Our largest event uh, when I was graduating high school was like 4,000 attendees roughly and over 120 vendors. And this was your event that you were hosting? Yep. And you how, Google it, Indie All-Star Sneaker Expo. You how old were you when this happened? Um, just turning 18. So greatness was upon you at such a young age then, huh? That's right. So you're turning 18 and you're hosting events with 4,000 people. Yeah. All sneakerheads or That's majority right. sneakerheads. Yeah. As you know, sneakerheads is like an underground uh, society. It's, it's crazy. Like if you know anything about shoes, if you're listening to this, you know, like you go all in for, for sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can, I can relate my, one of my first, before I could, you know, before I could of age, I was selling sneakers and cell phones in high school. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would go and camp out in front of the stores, bring some buddies. We would all buy a bunch of shoes. And what then was your first up. big shoe? Do you remember? You remember you got them? the purple? I yes. don't even know what it's, it's the purple or bronze. It's uh oh. Yeah. It's one of those. LeBron All-Star. It, it was, I was, I'm not into the sneakers though. Yeah. I just knew my customer was into the sneakers mm. and I said, what do you guys all want? And then um, they were talking about these LeBrons, but Back then, you couldn't you couldn't buy it. You couldn't. I couldn't walk in and buy a bunch, yeah, right? So you, I, you I worked at Wendy's. Them. I worked at Wendy's. Grabbed all my cash from Wendy's. Went to the store, and then you couldn't. You had to buy one at a time. So I would bring a bunch of my friends from school. We would camp in my mom's van mm -hmm. right in front of Champs or whatever store, and then we would buy, it and then we would flip it in school. Those, those were the good old days when you could wait in line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those days were the good days. When you could what? Wait in line and get. Yeah. Them. Now it's all through the apps and it's like mission impossible to get any drop. So how do you go from, okay, so I want to understand the story a bit. So you go from, you're 18 years old, you, you're flipping these kicks, plus you're hosting these events. Yep. And then how do you get to where we're at today? Like what, what was the big leap, the quantum leap that gave you the access to that next level? Yeah, so another round of adversity. So StockX came out and a lot of people that listen to this probably know what that is it put transparency on the marketplace it said these sneakers don't pay more than x yeah and then instantly could buy and sell the shoes as well so it killed the the profit margins within general releases and the stuff that you could easily get your hands on like let's say a general release came out you can make a hundred bucks a pair then StockX came out you might make 10 or 20 bucks a pair mm. so it, it took five six times the volume to make the same type of profit gotcha. and so also, sneaker events, like anyone with a mom's credit card was renting VFWs and throwing events. It was just becoming a lot to really stick out. And I was a kid, right? I didn't understand business like I understand it today. So uh, what I'm seeing that's a common denominator is that your growth happens with adversity. Yes. So it's, it's not like a choice. It's not some shit happened to you and then you yes. have to force yourself up. That's right. And in that time, I, I meet my business partner, Cody. And as we were discussing before we started the show, our relationship started around being led to faith because I was an egotistical shithead uh, when I first met him. I just thought I was everything plus a bag of chips. I really didn't have faith because, you know, I was like, why did, why, if God existed, why did my sister go through this? And why did my family experience this? And, you know, I had a little bit of victim in me, even yeah. though I was overcoming and really pushing through. So our relationship started around faith through a mutual friend. And I was starting to build websites and sell door coupons 
and and anything around marketing I could I could really figure out, right? And I was good at making the sell. I was terrible at the relationship. So he's seen something in me that's unique, which is hustle, ability to close. But I was terrible at relationships, and I didn't have a bigger version of myself, right? I didn't have a bigger vision for myself. So I, just, I was just making money. So in that story, you know, so when I hear the story, like. I think that there's like what actually what happened to you, mm -hmm. and then I look at things like as like notes to take, yeah. right? As to like what the experience is. So did Cody see a bigger version of yourself, and he mm -hmm. like like essentially you know gave you life or breath life into you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, he led me to you know being saved and and faith and um, understanding that the, the the way the world works and that if you go through hell, essentially it will you will come out the other end victorious if you can maintain momentum and God wouldn't put you through it if you couldn't survive it and or weren't built for it, right? And so give me a little bit more of an understanding of like, okay, well, if I can get through this, this is nothing, right? Before before meeting Cody, did you believe in God already? Not really. Not really? No. Was it, was it very foreign to you? Well, yeah, yeah. I think that's an easy way to say it. I knew that there was something out there, but I, ha I mean, that's really, it wasn't right. clear on what, what that something was. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So how has God played a role in your businesses and, and your life in general? Took, took several years to build the level of faith and relationship that I have, um, uh, uh, with him. But now it is, I hand it over every morning, right? I say, Hey, this is the, uh, this is where we're at. This is where we need to go. Talk to me. And, and it took years of being able to get the, get the voice, right? The voice of faith and, and gut intuition. And let's talk about practical. Yeah. I think this is super important because I felt like I was underserved for a while, um, hearing pastors and, and, and men of faith who would share, oh, like I'm, in my, I'm in my church closet, right? Or I'm in my prayer closet. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking for years, I'm talking about for years, I man, I'm going to church, but I would think that people have to spend hours in the Bible to understand, right? To, to, to build a relationship. And I know for me, most recently, man, I discovered that five minutes a day in the word is really what I needed to, to have like this clarity throughout the day. Yep. That's my practical, but let's talk about your practical so we can give um, you know con context to people who are looking to learn and, and looking to grow yeah. through faith. Yes, yeah, so uh, actual scripture, I read, uh, I, uh, what are they called? The, they're like short passages. Um, anyway, so I buy these books that have 90 days of short passages and it explains and has a prayer to end it, right? So it's maybe three minutes of actual reading, but then it's a conversation after. Of, hey, this is what's on the plate. Hey, this is what I'm going through. Hey, mm. thank you. Like this win that I have, this, this grat express gratitude and listen. A lot of people think, treat relationship with God like, a slot machine. It's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go pull in the lever of God today and <laughs> and pray that I make $10,000 or a million dollars. It doesn't work like that. You need to release your worries and, you know, sin, worry is, is a sin, right? You need to release the worries and that's because you don't trust God. at that point. That's right. And that's what's on my arm right there. Trust God, right? So I release every morning and I release every night. One of my clients, man, he's a he's a like a life coach, and he came to one of my seminars and he said to me, he I gave him a platform because he had made thirty grand using our system, and uh, I gave him the platform to speak. And one of the things that he said, like during his t 
time in, in, in our program was that if you worry, don't pray. Yep. If you pray, don't worry. I love that. And I, I was like, when he said that, I said, you can't, yeah, that makes sense. You can't have, have, have the two. So what I want to share with you, for those of you who are listening, I know for me, like the, the, the relationship with God has been a tremendous push in my life in all areas. And what I want to share with you, if you're in a space where you're saying, hey, how do I build this relationship with God? For years, I'm telling you for years, I thought it was hours of dedication and, and like you were like a Buddhist monk type thing. And that's how you build a relationship. So I stayed far from it. Um, I went to church and I did everything else. But as far as like being in a consistent relationship with God, I didn't tap into that until I realized very recently where like on my app, I have a, the Bible app. You can type in, I think it's called Holy Bible or Bible. Just download that and choose a plan and literally four to five minutes a day. Just, you know, breathe that relationship and grow that relationship with God. Awesome, man. Yep. So God has been a, a, a tremendous value in your life. Yes. Yes. My not just my life, but my relationship. You know, I have a, a beautiful wife. I've uh, been together eight years. Got on married of three. I mean, you are what? You're 24, 25? Just turned 25. 25. Like, so like, when you say like eight years, I mean, at that age, junior year of high school, junior year of high school, I'm sure the devil has tempted you or, or, or try to push separation between you guys, huh? For sure. For sure. There's, there was definitely weaknesses in our relationship and also a lot of me not understanding or just being an ear or, you know, being there for her emotionally, right? Which drives a wedge between a, a man and a woman is men stack conversations to get to an end goal. Yeah. Women, most of them speak outward and just want to be heard. Yeah. Where so if we're if we can't stack it or get to an end goal, we process it as this is a pointless conversation, right? But to them, they just want to be heard. Yeah. And we shut down most of the time. Right. So being able to the way I think about it is like I got two modes, right? I got a mode where I'm in business where I'm stacking to get to the end result. And then at home, and I'm still working on this. This is nowhere near perfected, yeah. but I'm like an open landscape let's say whatever just let's talk about whatever talk about whatever yeah yeah with no end goal right just whatever you want to talk about amazing man amazing so let's tap into the you know what what is driving your growth right now which is connected yes what's that what is connected and then what does it look what is connected where does it start where is it headed yeah so we'll start where it started or where it came from so before we do that what is it what is connected? Connected automates all of your lead generation through LinkedIn. It can automate, if you think, oh, I should use LinkedIn, we can help you. So it can help automate your leads, it can automate your recruiting, growing your personal brand. It can automate any action you desire through LinkedIn. Okay. So, and in our mantra, save time, simplify opportunity. And not only do we automate it on the top half of the funnel through LinkedIn, but on the back half, you get all of the data to uh, automatically integrate into your CRMs, all the big boys, and uh, we can hook into to any data set you're you're needing to drop it into. So, so how did it start? What what was that look like? So StockX came out, right? Yeah, yeah. So tying the two together, and also I'm meeting Cody. So I'm going through this faith journey. I'm starting to build websites for. Did you friends. meet like Cody at church or something? I, where, where did you meet him at? <laughs> That's a a mutual friend, and his name's Frankie. He's a dear friend of ours, Frankie. Came up to me one day. He's like, it, it, and we always say his voice like like raspy, even though it's not. Like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a raspy voice. He's like, hey man, I'm 
I'm, I'm, I'm quitting tomorrow. Uh, let's go to Starbucks. And so we go to Starbucks and he's like, dude, you got to meet this guy, Cody. I was like, right now? He's like, right now? I was like, okay. So we pull up, true story. I think in the time I was still wearing business clothes, like, like button up. And I'm like dressed pretty well. And this guy opens his car door, trash falls out. He gets out and thong flops and jeans or sweatpants and a white t-shirt like all stained up i'm like what am i gonna learn from this guy yeah yeah we go to lunch and it was one of the greatest conversations and we just clicked yeah and next thing you know he's at my house and then i'm getting baptized in his bathtub <laughs> and Shit. then we're playing monopoly and then it was just crazy Shit, dude. <laughs> it, it just it just happened it was like man it was meant to be was this all on the same day i hope not like in the same month. Okay, the same month. It happened like, quick. Like, hey, I'm Cody. Come, come to my bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> come to my bathtub, man. So we flooded. Fun, fun story. We flooded his his bathroom. And I'm the smallest guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he dunks me, and it just goes everywhere. Dude, I mean, <laughs> that's beautiful, man. Yeah. So, so, all right, so, so you meet Cody, and then, and then, so how does? So how I, does... I'm, I'm building websites. I'm also. Doing some digital. So, so like you're agency worker, like you're working yeah, an agency. Yeah, built an agency. Yeah. So when we came together, I'll fast forward just a little bit. Uh, I was good at selling. He, he was good at relationships. Like he would go meet with, meet with a prospect and, you know, end up, end up watching their dog, right? Like he couldn't close at all. Yeah. So, you know, I could close, but he could build the relationship. So he played to our strengths. I would sell. He would build the relationship. With the, with the client. Yep. And what were you selling at that time? Was it connected? Was it the agency? <laughs> no, work? agency. So okay. we would sell anything we could sell. <laughs> okay, gotcha. But primarily Google My Business, door coupons, like delivering door coupons uh -huh. and websites. You would you were physically delivering door coupons? Yeah, that's a fun part of the journey I don't talk a lot about because how painful it was. Okay. Yeah. Like door to door, like you drop off. <laughs> yeah, the... yeah. Like I was in the rain personally. Oh shit. Okay. My wife was with me too. She's a warrior. Dude. Hey, she's a ride or die at that point, huh? <laughs> she's ride or die. She's out there hanging door coupons with me. It's pouring down rain. What? Well, I, mean, I don't even think Cody did it. No? <laughs> I, I, no, I think he said he did it, but he just threw him in the dumpster. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so 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 what's what I'm anticipating a level of adversity because it seems like very common in your story that there's adversity, then you experience Man, a win. You you're a smart guy, absolutely. We hated service-based revenue. Service-based revenue was just every month just felt like your nuts getting kicked in. <laughs> Work so hard, you're at zero. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Start over. And so we also would get asked all the time. All right, now I got a beautiful website. How do I get leads? And we're like, well, you could pay us ten thousand a month for SEO, and it might work. Or you could spend ten thousand dollars a month on Facebook, it might work, right? So, but everyone wanted a website to drive leads. Right, right, right. Right, that was the desired end outcome, right? So we could only deliver one piece of it. And so I started using LinkedIn in in our agency process. By the way, our agency was called Mission to Market. Okay. So uh, with Mission to Market. I started using LinkedIn, building a profile. Because on LinkedIn, you can build such a big persona and, and make your profile look star-studded, even if you're just getting started, right? So that's a, that's a pro tip. With or without connected, build your profile to be just stand out, home run, put any accolade you have, good picture, good banner, and use that head, headline space that they give you. That is the most valuable real estate 
in the LinkedIn profile is the headline. Everyone sees your profile picture, headline, and banner. So make sure that, that it, all three of those are addressed. So you're using LinkedIn as a user at this point. Yep. And, and then how do you transition to, hey, I got thousands of customers. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. So I'm having a lot of success, but let's say low end, five hours a week, high end, 15 hours a week. That you're spending? On LinkedIn. Okay. Manually reaching out manually updating our CRM, which by the way, was a spreadsheet at the time. So, you know, updating all of these pieces, but we were getting consistent deal flow, websites, Google My Business. It was just a home run. And so me and Cody sat down. One what was day. revenue in that business? Um, I think we peaked maybe 400,000. 12 months? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, it wasn't like killer, but it wasn't like awful. You know, it, it paid the bills. Yeah. That's that's one of the main drivers is we hated service-based revenue. It was so hard to scale. Yeah. And, and if you fell short on a client, then you risk your reputation, right? If you're in the digital marketing world, we have all fell short for a client. Like mm -hmm. it just happens, right? And uh, unfortunately, we just got tired of that. And I'm the I'm the type to figure it out, right? It's a pretty common trend. As my if you've been listening to the stories, I just figure it out. So I figured out LinkedIn, got success drove more revenue. Then we sat down one night at, at Cody's place, drew out on a napkin, something we now call connected. And I used resources because we couldn't afford like a badass developer to come in our Indiana office and build it out, right? Yeah. So onlinejobs.ph, we put the listing up. You can put a little NDA on there. So pro tip, if you're looking to get into software but can't afford a uh, super expensive developer, you can find them on onlinejobs.ph and then also put an NDA in there so they see your idea, but uh, have little sense of protection, right? So we go through interview after interview after interview. Finally, a guy's like, yeah, you know, meet my cousin and I make the outreach. Finally get on the phone with them. His name's Arpon. And Arpon is still in our business today, hmm. still a managing partner. And yes, we do have a physical office and yes, we've been over there. So um, Arpon is like, yeah, man, no problem. I can, I can, we can do this. And so we start working together. And fun little fact, we made just over a million bucks before we ever even seen this guy's face. Yeah, yeah. All we've seen was like the little bitty profile picture, pixelated profile picture on a Zoom for like, like the first five, six months. No way. Yeah, and this guy's like super legit. Then we go visit him. Right, so me and my business partner, we go visit him, and find out, you know, all of his accolades. He graduated valedictorian of this tech college. Um, his first job was the Watson supercomputer, IBM. He was a, a, a executive at one of the largest tech companies called Sales Handy with 14 million users. I'm like, how did I find this diamond in the rough? Yeah. And you know, fast forward four years in, we're almost four years in, and we're like best friends. We talk to him every day. I believe that, man. I believe that a couple of years ago, I, I went the virtual route. Yeah. And everyone in my company is all Philippines, Latin America, or Europe. Yeah. And you make great relationships with your team it's, members. It's amazing. Go visit them. If you've never went and visit them, whoever you spend the most time with, like figure out the visas, figure out, you know, the whole COVID bullshit, but go see them. That yeah. relationship will be minted. And, and, you know, speaking to relationships, you asked me, you know, where do you start or how, how do you start going from broke to, to doing well for yourself? 
So first, it's mindset. Two, second, it's relationships. People, including myself, I'm guilty of this, look at a prospect or an opportunity as a paycheck. Mm. Again, it's part of mindset, but you're behind. But if you start looking at dollar signs behind a relationship, you're just forget about it. Give me a story of like how that clicked for you. Well, it was through, I was always wondering why I was good at getting the initial client, but bad at getting more business from them. But then I would hand them over to Cody and we'd get anything we wanted. We'd get free product. We'd get a free, he got a free fence. Like, I mean, he would just, I'm like, man, how do you do this? And it was being servant mindset, right? And I've got a concept that I identify my book coming out called How to Make Your Network. But the concept is you have wolves and you have legacy makers. And a legacy maker is simply a servant leader that goes into the marketplace, serves first, gives, gives, gives. And if that individual or that situation doesn't repay him, oh well. He made the world a better place and he built a big business doing so. Legacy maker, a wolf is simply someone that's really good at making money, not a bad person, but simply good at making money, but doesn't make a legacy for himself, really struggles with building a team, really struggles with building a culture, and but they're good at making money. So mm. missing the relationship and the servant mindset is the simple difference between making a few million and making hundreds of millions. That is powerful, powerful. Hey, do me a favor, just look at the screen, make sure it's still, we're still good. Good, good, man. You're, you're you're dropping gems on the on this on this show today. So someone is now understanding. They, they they understand. Number one, it starts with the mindset. So they work on their mindset. What are some practical practical things to to what what I noticed with you, man, is that that mentorship and that guidance is key. Like mm -hmm. like getting around the right individuals. So that's number one, I would assume. Yeah. Well, it, it also can some. So how do you build real confidence, right? So mindset starts with confidence. It's one of the key components. Confidence is very simple to build. It is keeping a small promise to yourself every single day. So have you ever heard like, oh, just make your bed? Yeah. yeah. That's a small promise you make to yourself every day, right? Okay. And over time, you stack up the small promises. I promise myself I'm going to wake up at 4.30 a.m., 5 a.m., Promise myself I'm going to eat good today. Promise myself I'm going to work out. It, you start stacking these small wins and all confidence is, is that compounded over time. So number one is, is so when we're talking about when someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, how do I make a million bucks? And yeah. they're expecting from you to say, well, you know, run these many opportunities, get these many opportunities, qualify them. That's present. basic shit. Okay. So it's not even that. It's really like, it starts with the confidence of these small wins, like make your bed or you don't wake up at a certain time. Yeah. So confidence. And then what's next? So after confidence, understanding that every relationship necessarily isn't a paycheck. So it every is, relationship is not necessarily a paycheck. So go from the wolf to the legacy maker. That's right. Okay. Immediately. And you can do this in your local community, everywhere in the country. Uh, you have a BNI. You have a gold star. BNI is Business Networking International. You have a gold star. And look up something called Club Corp. There's a really good chance you have one, but it's a private dining club. If you're under the age of 30, it is like 50 bucks a month, but it's membership dining, high-end dining. 
And I've met some of the greatest people I've ever met in, in those restaurants. It's very private. So, so get around, get around higher level people. That's right. Okay. So, so now that's really breathing your mindset to, 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 to elevate. That's right. Now, when do we tap into the money portion? Like, like what did you say? You said 50 grand compared to 400,000, I believe. So when, no, you, so, when, when so you tap the into... Mind, the mindset needs to be whatever that end goal is, be a, worth 10 million bucks or whatever. Have the end in mind, right? I'm worthy of being, you know, 10 million in my bank account. I'm worthy of 10 million. I'm worthy of 10 million. Like stacking those small compound wins, getting into the right uh, rooms and relationships and, and being a servant in those rooms. But also, you got to have a product or service that people want to buy as well. Yeah. That is important. So after you have confidence, the end in mind, and you have um, you know, the, the mindset behind not every relationship is a paycheck, I mean, you now need to get to product, right? So what is your strength in the marketplace? What can you serve? What can you make better? And it does not have to be elaborate, right? You know how many consultants in this world make a few million bucks a year and live their best life, right? Be really good at one thing. Focus will make you wealthy. Gotcha. Now, when, when you're a servant, I think you said, when you're a servant leader, what happens when you're in, in the place where you're like, hey, I need to make some cash? Okay, don't get it twisted. Just because you're servant doesn't mean you're, you know, you suck at closing or you're a pussy at closing. Like, serve lead with value, close, collect the check, get out. So as we, as we wrap up, how can people learn about Connected and use Connected in their business? Yeah, just our website, connected.io, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D.io. Um, hit the website, watch a demo, talk to our team. Our team will close you. So if you talk to them, you get it. But you're already like street. setting the intention, like, like that's, this is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. They'll, They'll push for a close, but they'll do it in a way where you don't even know you're getting your credit card out. So they're silky smooth. But um, you can silky also, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can watch a demo on the website. Lots of YouTube videos. We have almost 300 YouTube videos out there about our product and how we can help. But it's very simple. We're, we're going to start with your profile. Remember I told you your profile is key. Then we're going to start with finding your ideal customer. Then we're going to help you build your messaging. Your messaging is key. You got to have the mindset right. So therefore, you got to get the messaging correct, right? And then we're going to automate. And then step five is my favorite. You're going to cash checks because your leads are on autopilot. <laughs> so, and then you're going to be collecting that data to build a real business, right? So just connected.io. And then you can also hit me up on Instagram. It's just my name, Devin Allen Johnson. And that's I-N-A-L-L-E-N, Devin Allen Johnson. I love it, love it, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Boom. So if you're looking to get new leads into your business and have it be automated, like literally leads just piling in, visit connected.io and get yourself an account to use. And then if you need a, a database holder, a CRM, be sure to use Progretta, P-R-O-G-R-E-D-A, progretta.com. Link is in the description. I'll see you on the next video. Bye for now.